Welcome to ADHD SOS. We've heard your call, and don't worry, help is on the way. This is the only podcast that combines mindset skills, cognitive psychology, and the motivational pep talks you need to beat procrastination and achieve peak performance. Join me, your host and fellow ADHDer, Tina L., as we journey from SOS to smooth sailing. Welcome back, SOS Squad. Today, today, we are talking about one of the very best time management tools for ADHD on the planet. (laughs) It's so good. What if I told you that there's a method of working that satisfies the ADHD need for urgency without the stress and risk of leaving things to the last minute? What if I told you that the same method can make work feel like a game and make getting started on tasks so much easier? And what if I told you that the same method will temporarily rid you of time blindness? and will support your executive functioning by creating immediate rewards. OMG, that sounds amazing, right? Yes, it totally is. And the thing I'm talking about is the Pomodoro method, and it's perfect for the ADHD brain. Now, if you've tried Pomodoro and thought it didn't work for you, stick with me here because I'm going to bust some myths and show you ways to modify it that might make it work better for you than it has in the past. In this episode, I'll share my very best pro tips on how to make Pomodoro method work for your ADHD brain. If you haven't heard of Pomodoro before, I am so excited for you. I am so excited for you because this might just change your life, your whole freaking life. Because it did for me. It changed my life. I use it every day, all day, freaking long. (laughs) The Pomodoro Method is a time management framework that alternates bursts of focus work with short periods of rest. The name comes from the Italian Francesco Cirillo, who used a tomato-shaped kitchen timer for measurement. And in Italian, the word for tomato is pomodoro. In Cirillo's system, you work for 25 minutes, followed by a five-minute break. Then you repeat that four times, and after four times, your break is 20 to 30 minutes. That's the standard way according to the inventor. However, Ever. There's a bunch of different ways to work with Pomodoro, and we'll get into all of that. But first, let's talk about the benefits. There are so many cool ways that Pomodoro suits the ADHD brain. Get this. It solves for time blindness because your work time is being measured and the timer keeps you aware of how much time has passed. It creates urgency and thereby creates dopamine. It also creates dopamine by having a built-in reward which is the break. It solves for decision paralysis because you've decided ahead of time what you'll work on. It helps you break down big projects into more manageable steps because it makes you define the task for each Pomodoro session and the time you'll spend on it. It helps you measure progress by the amount of time you spend as opposed to outcomes. And that's great for us because 
what we can control is the amount of time we spend, and we can't control the outcomes. This also helps us ADHDers massively because we have the tendency to set expectations way higher than what's possible to achieve within a given amount of time. The premise is that actions that are followed by reinforcement will be strengthened and more likely to occur again in the future. Normal clocks and alarms can be anxiety-provoking, but in the Pomodoro method, when you glance over at the clock and see the time that's passed, you see how well you're doing at sticking at the Pomodoro, and also that you're about to get a relaxing break. Yes, the break is the reward that positively reinforces the behavior of working during the Pomodoro. For ADHDers, it also works because it invokes urgency and time pressure which helps our brains stay properly stimulated. You know how you come alive and find superhuman levels of focus just before a deadline? Yeah, me too. (laughs) Pomodoro is an attempt to recreate that without actually lighting your hair on fire. When I start my clock for the Pomodoro, my internal voice is like, game on, let's effing do this. Want to know an awesome ADHD hack? Become a follower of the show and new episodes will be served to you automatically when they become available. No need to remember to have to go looking for new episodes. Fresh survival strategies will be delivered straight to the homepage of your favorite player. On Spotify, click on the name of the show and click follow under the picture of me. And on Apple Podcasts, Click on the name of the show, click on the three dots on the right-hand side, and select follow. I can't wait for you to join the SOS squad. Okay, let's talk best principles. There are some important principles that I think are vital for ADHDers to be successful with Pomodoro. The first principle for success with Pomodoro is about creating a sacred space. If you think about something you need to do that's unrelated to what you're doing, jot that down. Imagine that you're magnetized to the task that you're doing and that that magnetic force field cannot be broken until the time is up. That doesn't mean that you'll be wildly productive or successful at the task. No, no, no. We can't control that. It just means that if your goal is to write a report, you're committed to sitting in your chair in front of your Word doc Or if you're cleaning your kitchen, you're committed to staying present in your kitchen. You're making a commitment to stay with the task to the best of your ability and to dodge distraction to the best of your ability. The second principle for success with Pomodoro is defining the agenda for each session. It's important to have a clear agenda for each session and to have that agenda broken down into small steps. So, for example, saying you're going to work on the report would not be a good agenda for a Pomodoro. Instead, define what part of the report you're working on. For example, are you researching, outlining, writing a draft? And then take a guess at how much progress you can make on that activity during a single Pomodoro, which is an amount of time that you determine. A technique that I use and love is to use the first Pomodoro to create the agenda for all of the rest of the Pomodoros. So I set a timer for 25 minutes and I break down my tasks into small steps and then give them time assignments. 
So for example, if I'm writing this podcast outline after going through my initial planning Pomodoro session, I might determine that my very first Pomodoro is drafting the intro. I'll try my best to finish in one Pomodoro in order to take advantage of the time urgency component of that Pomodoro. My brain loves that. But if I don't finish drafting the intro within that time, it's no problem. If I'm in the zone, I'll keep at it. Otherwise, I'll roll the task into the next Pomodoro. The third principle for success with Pomodoro is defining the right amount of time for any given Pomodoro, given the nature of the work and your current attention span. You absolutely don't have to follow the 25-minute working, five-minute break structure. Figure out how long you can work before you start losing focus or getting antsy. DeskTime, a time tracker app, did a study in 2014 and found that the 10% of the most productive people worked in sprints of 52 minutes followed by a 17-minute break. The same study was updated in 2021 and found that the 10% most productive group did best with 112 minutes of work and a 26-minute break. Invariably, the type of work you're doing and how interesting or challenging it is for your brain and your attention span on any given day will influence the right amount of time for the Pomodoro. The key here is to experiment, take notes, be a scientist about it, and start to notice any trend that may arise about the lengths of working time and lengths of break time that work best for you. The fourth principle for success with Pomodoro is setting realistic expectations. It's a well-known Achilles heel of ADHD that we have unrealistic expectations about how much we can get done in any given amount of time. This leads to disappointment, frustration, and ultimately procrastination and missed deadlines. So let's talk about how to set realistic expectations for your Pomodoro. When I start a Pomodoro session, I'm making a promise to myself to engage in that very first Pomodoro without distractions to the best of my ability, but also without expectations. If I find out that I don't have gas in my tank, that it's a bad brain day and my executive functioning is low, I am not going to fight against that. Hell no. If my goal, for example, is to write, I hold myself accountable for having my butt in the chair and my hand on the pen and not the content of what I write or if I even write at all. In that way, the Pomodoro is really a minimum commitment. For example, I can say all I need to do is sit at my computer with my work in front of me for this one Pomodoro. All I need to do is avoid other distractions for this Pomodoro. And if after that time has passed and I'm still struggling, I'll regroup and decide what I need to do to get myself back on track. I can count it as a victory. Hear me, people. This is a victory. <laughs> I showed up for the work. And if it's not coming together, I'll take a step back and take care of myself. Especially on an off day, I'll often come to the Pomodoro with a lot of resistance. But staring at the screen and doing nothing else is so boring that my stimulation-seeking brain would prefer to engage with what's on the screen than sit in the boredom of doing nothing. If I still end up doing nothing for 25 minutes or the attempts to engage are inordinately painful, 
then I celebrate the win of trying, genuinely celebrate that win, and then figure out what I need to feel stronger on the next attempt. No need to hit my head up against a brick wall. I will never force myself to continue doing more Pomodoros. What matters is that to the best of my ability, I keep my promise to myself to do only the thing I've committed to for that minimum block of time. Hear me now, that does not mean that I do it perfectly. What it means is that if I notice that I've started daydreaming or that I've impulsively jumped up to do something else, I bring myself back. I do my best to notice that I've gotten off track and bring myself back for the rest of the time. It helps with my resistance and my overwhelm too because it's a promise to myself that we'll get a break very soon. The bar is so much lower than work for eight hours without distraction or sit down and write this whole report. And once a Pomodoro is over, I can reassess whether the plan I've made for myself is actually realistic for where I'm at today. We know from the research of the preeminent ADHD researcher, Dr. Russell Barkley, that executive functioning is a limited resource in the brain and that once it's depleted, no force of will is going to change that fact. You must recharge your executive functioning in order to get your brain back online. And there's a lot of ways to do that, from intentional relaxation to physical exercise, so many other things. But beating your head up against the wall is not one of those things. It's not one of the ways that you refuel your executive functions. So no amount of beating yourself up or wishing it were otherwise will create more fuel in your brain. In fact, it's likely to do the opposite. It's likely to deplete you further. If I find that I'm having a bad brain day or a bad brain moment, I'll spend the rest of the time I've allotted to work to meet my needs for rest and refueling. It's important to recognize that this is not an excuse and this is not procrastinating. I'm committing to do whatever I need to get myself back in action. This is not, for example, my ticket to scroll on my phone for the rest of the day. I know that for myself, that's not the rest my brain needs. So I ask myself, what do I need to come back better and stronger tomorrow? And then I actually try to answer that question. Now let's talk pro tips. These are my tried and true ways that I've made Pomodoro work for my specific brain. Plus, I'll help you troubleshoot and point you towards some additional tactics to experiment with in the case that you've tried Pomodoro and it hasn't clicked yet. Just you wait. The first pro tip for nailing the Pomodoro is that the device you use to measure time matters. Do you work better when you see time passing? If so, I recommend trying out the time timer. This is something you can find easily online. Just type it into Google Time Timer. This analog timer comes in vibrant colors and it shows you time passing by showing a reducing block of color as the timer counts down. Do you work better with a less invasive timer? One that isn't loud or visually distracting? If so, I recommend the Apple Watch, which is a stopwatch that has the option of silently vibrating on your wrist when time is up. This is my go-to because it's the least distracting timer. It doesn't distract me visually or auditorily like a normal alarm. If I'm in the zone and I want to blast past the timer, it's just a quick tap on my watch to turn it off. I would recommend against using your smartphone. 
because it means that your phone will be nearby and you'll be interacting with it on a regular basis, which we all know can be so dangerous for our distractible brains. The second pro tip for getting your brain on board with Pomodoro is what I call the on your marks, get set, go. I grew up as a competitive swimmer. The words on your mark, get set, go still remind me of readying my body and my focus to launch into action. Now when I set my alarm for Pomodoro, I tell myself the same words. It's about mentally preparing myself to engage, to zone in, and also about readying myself to race against the clock. It's me versus me. What am I capable of in this limited amount of time? The challenge and the competition, even if it's just with myself, helps turn my brain on. The third pro tip for making Pomodoro most effective for you is to experiment with the time lengths of your working and your break time. Some types of work may require longer or more frequent breaks. For example, if you're doing bookkeeping, you might want to do 10 minutes of work with a 10-minute break. But maybe you're writing, and when you're writing, you do better with an hour of working followed by a 20-minute break. When you notice yourself losing focus or getting agitated or fidgety, that's when you know it's time for a break. And usually, the more cognitively difficult it is, the longer the break you'll need. Your brain is working hard, and it needs a little time off its leash. The fourth pro tip for getting the most out of Pomodoro is to try it with body doubling. Pomodoro also goes really well with body doubling, which is simply working while someone else is working within your line of sight. They don't even need to be physically present either. You can use an online service to schedule a virtual body double, or you can search on YouTube for study with me videos where someone is silently doing their work for a certain amount of time. I've even seen a YouTube video where an Asian mom comes and checks on you every few minutes to make sure you're still working. That might be effective for some of us. The fifth Pomodoro pro tip I have for you is to incentivize yourself with a delicious break. The break is the reward you get to look forward to. It's what reinforces the behavior of working during the Pomodoro. It's what conditions you to want to do the Pomodoro. So make it juicy. Decide ahead of time what you'll do during your break and make it something you're excited about. Having this thing to look forward to will increase your dopamine and will help you stay focused and motivated during the work portion of the Pomodoro. Some of my favorite break activities are to play with my puppies, to have a snack, put on a fragrance, or just have a quick scroll on Reddit. And lastly, the sixth pro tip to make Pomodoro sync with your ADHD brain is to remember this mantra. If you're in the flow, let it go. If you've managed to drop into hyperfocus or a flow state, hallelujah and congratulations. Stay with that and ignore the timer. The timer has served its purpose to help you drop in and it isn't needed anymore. If you get in the flow, let the timer go. And now it's time for the rescue recap. When it's sink or swim, remember these key takeaways. SOS squad, I am such a huge fan of the Pomodoro method and it's my genuine hope that 
it could work for you too. It has huge benefits for the ADHD brain. It solves for time blindness. It creates urgency and thereby creates dopamine. It has a built-in reward, the break, which also creates dopamine. It solves for decision paralysis because you've decided ahead of time what you'll work on. And it makes you define the task and the time you'll spend on it. And lastly, it helps you measure progress by the amount of time you spend as opposed to outcomes. Completing a Pomodoro is a win regardless of what you're able to produce. Here's why it works. Pomodoro is a form of operant conditioning. You're conditioned to do the work and hopefully enjoy it because of the consequent reward, the break. Here's some important principles for making the Pomodoro work for you. Number one is to create a sacred space, a space without distraction. Number two is to create an agenda for each session. And number three is to define the amount of time for each session, which may vary depending on the type of work you're doing and how your brain is doing on the day. And lastly, reasonable expectations. As ADHDers, we don't have full control over our brain's productivity. So a reasonable expectation is that we'll engage in one short Pomodoro, and if we've cleared away distractions and still are not able to drop in and get on track with our task, we should regroup and figure out what we need to get back on the horse. Because executive function is a limited resource in the brain, there's no point to beating our heads against the wall trying to focus. When we find ourselves in this circumstance, we're better served by stepping back from the task and figuring out what physical and emotional needs we need to meet for ourselves so that we can come back stronger. And finally, these are my very best pro tips for getting the ADHD brain on board with Pomodoro. First, the device you use matters. I recommend trying a time timer or an Apple Watch. I don't recommend using your smartphone. Second, the ready, set, go. Ready yourself like you're starting a race. Number three, experiment with work and break time links. Depending on how cognitively demanding a task is, you'll need to experiment with this. Number four, try it with body doubling. Whether virtual or in real life, body doubling is a great complement to Pomodoro if you need to amp your focus. Number four, incentivize yourself with a delicious break. The break is your reward and what conditions you to want to do and enjoy the Pomodoro. So think ahead of time about what would feel really rewarding for you. And lastly, if you're in the flow, let it go. <laughs> if you're in the zone, congratulations. Forget about the timer and go for it. You go. You go get it. So here's the question I want to leave you with this week. What's something you need to get done that you've been resisting? You have it in your mind? Did you think of it? What is it? I wish you could tell me. <laughs> okay, good. You have it. How can you set up a Pomodoro to help you get it done? If you already use Pomodoro, is there a way you can spice it up so that it's even more effective for you? For example, do you have delicious break activities? Maybe you want to try the Ready, Set, Go racing method. Or maybe try changing up your break and work times so that they're right for you. I am rooting for you and I love you. SOS Squad, over and out. 
Do you have a question about ADHD or an issue with productivity that you'd like to hear discussed on the show? I would love to throw you a lifeline. Send your SOS message to ADHDSOSpodcast at gmail.com. That's ADHDSOSpodcast at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear from you.